Hello and welcome to the Supersized Fizz Ed Podcast. My name is Dave and I'm here to talk about rainy days. Yes, those dreaded rainy days that we all can't stand. I'm with you. I hear you. I feel you. And I'm going to talk about it next. So here we go. everybody welcome in today i do apologize i've been kind of sporadic in putting out episodes recently so if you're tuning in and you're a loyal devoted fan i really do appreciate it i say the word appreciate a lot but i appreciate you listening in and today's a pretty specific episode so if you're indoors and you have your own gym i'd like you to tune in and listen and maybe come up with some ideas because it is things about doing inside things we're going to do inside but This is more about rainy days and what to do when you have them. So to start off with, rainy days stink. They really do. They're awful. And I know we need rain. And I live in Florida and there's times when we have way too much rain. And there's times when we have no rain at all for months and months and months. And it just stinks. It stinks because one of my second jobs is playing meteorologist. I have to figure out, well, can we be outside and... And uh, I don't know, can we give it a go? Or maybe it's too wet. The grass is too wet or the courts are too wet or the track is too wet. The pavilion's getting rain sideways. It's just a big old mess. But sometimes we can be outside. Sometimes we can't. Sometimes half the day we're outside and sometimes half the day we're not. Sometimes like this past Friday, we were outside in the beginning uh, for first grade and then kindergarten, it started raining pretty hard. And by the time of the end of kindergarten, luckily, we were able to get the boys and girls to their classrooms because we're an outside school and there's no walkways. There's no covered walkways between the pavilion and at least uh, <laughs> most of the classrooms. So those are all things we deal with. And, and actually, after that, we were inside for third grade, inside for fifth grade. Um, but actually, the coach, uh, two of the coaches, I've, uh, it's me and two paras. The two pairs took two class outside under the pavilion and played that game rollout, which I just put an episode out about. But we couldn't have four classes out there. So I took two by myself inside a classroom. And then we had a little break. I'm just telling you my schedule here real quick. Then we had fourth grade outside, but doing limited things under the pavilion because everything was wet. And then we final uh, our final class is second grade and they were outside. So we were outside for two, inside for two. And then outside for two. And it just it's just kind of crazy. And again, there's times when I don't have a lot of time between classes. I have anywhere between zero sometimes and five minutes between classes. And so I have to make a quick decision. And sometimes that decision is wrong. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes we bring classes back out like, hey, we're okay. And then all of a sudden there's lightning in the area. And we have to go back inside. Um, it just it gets kind of crazy. And sometimes teachers aren't happy. It actually did happen the other day as well, where I called about 10 minutes before. I did put out an email saying we're going to be inside. And then I called the first grade uh, grade level chair and said, hey, can you please um, contact your team? We're going to try to give it a go, uh, but we do have you know, accommodations just in case. Everything's set up just in case. And a couple of teachers came out, and I could tell, especially one wasn't real happy with me. Um, she wasn't like... I don't know, but she just wasn't happy. And I could tell it was kind of directed towards me or indirectly towards me. 
that she didn't know. She was on her way to the cafeteria kind of thing. And I said, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I did text your, or I called your uh, grade level chair. And, and she's like, and I think when she picked up her kids, she understood that she did get a text, uh, like they have a group text, and she was told to go outside. And it was just a big mess. But most teachers understand, and uh, again, she was it was it was fine. It's just one of those things that sometimes it rubs people the wrong way. You're going this way, you're going that way. Um, sometimes we use our classroom, sometimes we use the media center, sometimes we use the cafeteria, and sometimes we're just we have nowhere to go. There, there's been times when we just there's testing, uh, you know, there's lunch going on in the cafeteria, there's testing in the media center. This actually happened the other day, and there's four of us. I'm sorry, there's four classes. But there's three coaches. So again, we have to push in like two classes in a classroom and all sorts of stuff. And it's just, it's just not ideal. There's also times when there's just random stuff going on. Like we had a bobcat sighting real close. So we had to be inside the whole day. They never even found the bobcat. Because <laughs> we were like a whole wooded area near our school. Like they, they couldn't do anything about it. Um, there's times when there's testing. At my, my former school, there was, there, their pavilion was so close to the building that when there were testing days, we had to either go inside, like in the media center, and actually not usually, we went with the music teacher, pushed in with her if it was a rainy day, or we had to go way out in the field, like way out there where we couldn't be, uh, they couldn't hear us. And it's just, we're always pushed out, or it seems like we're pushed out of our, our spots or our, our PE area sometimes. So anyways, you know, what do you do? I guess that's the question. And I'd say the first thing is to be flexible. Understand that you might not be right when it comes to the weather. Again, meteorologists are almost never right, and they still have a job for some reason. So, you know, be flexible about the weather, about what you need to do, what you can do, you know, what's possible, what is not a good idea, especially if lightning's getting close or anything, you know, there's a storm coming, things like that. And, you know, it's, it's just, I know this drives you crazy, it, crazy, it drives me crazy. Just thinking about, you know, what to do. And, and no other teacher has to worry about this, right? You know, I was a classroom teacher for over 10 years. And I, I don't have to deal with weather. I didn't have to deal with weather. I don't have to deal with losing my space. It just, sometimes this, these things happen. So let's move on to what you, or what you can do, what I do inside on rainy days. Because I've heard a lot of things. I've seen a lot of things. I've done a lot of things. And hopefully this can help you if you are in that position. So when I first started teaching PE about 12, actually more than that, 13, 14 years ago, there was mostly uh, at least semi-educational DVDs I would put in on a rainy day. We'd all go in the media center, all actually in this case it was about five classes at a time. And it, it wasn't ideal. It's never ideal. Being in the media center, kids are checking out books, the media center person um, usually isn't super happy um, with me or us, but it's just it's just the way it is. They know there's no no choice. They know I I don't want to be there, but there's nothing we can do. So obviously make a have a good rapport with. Um, I always have a good rapport. Obviously, I was thinking about the tech person as well. Have a good rapport with the tech person, and if there's a media specialist or anybody that space you're taking over, of course treat them well. Um, treat their space as. Um, you know, not holy, but it's their space. So treat it kindly, I should say, and uh, make sure you do a good job there and keep everything cleaned up at the end, put everything back when you're done. That's just a foregone kind of thing, conclusion. So 
in the beginning, I would show these DVDs um, like Bill Nye, um, some things that are based on human body or, you know, bike safety videos, water safety videos, things like that, which I still do. It's that we'll get into that in a little bit, but eventually I kind of ran out. There's so many things. I'm like, well, what do I do? And this is, I was a younger, not that younger teacher, but a younger PE teacher, let's just say, or more inexperienced. And, you know, I, t- I try to tie things into the standards. So <laughs> I just remember eventually becoming more like, Hey, on Fridays, cause it's fun Friday. Let's do, you know, Disney movies on Friday. Like, so I remember times when we were watching frozen in there for PE and I, I don't know. I just, I don't like that. I don't like doing something that's just, they could do at any time they could do with any person. You know, I, so who am I now? I'm a, I'm just a glorified recess after school person that shows DVD movies. Like I'm not, I'm not going to do that. And I used to do that. So if that's you, that's Okay. I'm just trying to teach you from my experience or, or pass this knowledge on from my experience that, you know, it's okay. But, you know, I, I didn't feel right about it. So then it became YouTube. Um, it's called Design Squad. And I, it was really cool. It, it I mean, still is. You could find it again. I think it's on Amazon Prime now. But it's like a subscription. You got to pay for it. Some things like that. Some seasons, things like that. They would take... Um, these kids, um, mostly I think high school kids, and they would uh, be tasked with building something. And I tried to keep it at the sporty kind of thing. Like they had to build a, uh, thing to shoot out soccer balls to professional soccer player. And, and the, it would be team versus team and they judge it and things like that. And I'd tie in questions and things like that to it. There's other ones. I'm not going to all the episodes, but they would build, um, like a hockey goalie thing where, it, um, target practice kind of thing. It was really cool. And I would show that to the kids, uh, that, or eventually I showed a, a, a show called the kicks it's on, um, Amazon prime actually as well. But then we weren't allowed to stream that became a forbidden thing in our district. And I understand, um, you know, we're streaming <laughs> Amazon prime or Netflix or something. We, we can't do that anymore. So, you know, these things keep evolving like DVDs, then streaming, then, you know, whatever. So, you know, what, what do you do? And I know it kind of sounded almost exasperated, but it's, it, it is a process and it's hard to go through these phases and be like, man, I had this and now I lost this. And so the goal is to evolve with the, not just the streaming things, but evolve with time, evolve with technology and figure out what to do during rainy days. So here's what I did. All being said, here's what I did. And, and this happened, um, especially during covid You know, a lot of people were teaching remotely, obviously, and, you know, I'd make these Google slides and the kids would, um, you know, go through them and answer questions, things like that. So I was thinking, well, why don't I just make Google slides for teaching rainy days? And I did that. I made a a bunch of Google slides with questions and videos linked in there and even dance videos, things like that, that um, I could send to the teachers. And that's what I do. I send to the teachers. I share them with all the teachers. They could pull it up on their computers, on their um, Promethean boards, and then my paras can go in there and teach from there. And I give my paras some leeway and latitude. I, I mean, they can do different things, but, you know, I try to teach certain topics, certain times, and they can go and not miss a beat. And it's great. And I try to look at this as an opportunity. You know, in a 40-minute lesson, and I know some of you have less than that. I've heard people have like 20-minute lessons. Like, I don't know how you do that. In a 40-minute time frame, 
I don't always go into great detail on certain topics and certain standards. So I save those for rainy days. And I know I always get rainy days, especially in the beginning of the year, because I'm in Florida. Again, I'm just telling you, that's the weather. Beginning and end of the year, there's always rainy days. Now, it's kind of weird. We have actually had some recently, like I said. Usually don't have those in January, but we, we have had some. So I use that instead of like just being upset, I use that as an opportunity to teach and cover the standards that I normally don't have time for. And I can go more in depth and it's great. So for example, I know I said water safety and bike safety. Those are two of them. I'll do those. I'll cover them. I'll talk about them. I'll show videos on them. I actually have a video that they gave me the, um, the Corps of Engineers, um, they gave me a DVD that I show for water safety. And, you know, I used to have people come in for water safety and bike safety. I think they kind of stopped that for <laughs> COVID and whatnot and grants. Um, but we, you know, I cover that then during rainy days. I cover nutrition, diet and exercise, goal setting. I'll show things like um, what I call game changers like Tiger Woods and Sean White and other People, not just athletes, but I try to keep it more towards athletes because that's what you know we're teaching PE and show them how they overcame obstacles, how they set goals, how they reached their their limits. I mean, like beyond belief. It's been amazing watching these things. And the kids are like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. Cause you know, when I showed them like Tiger Woods, they've you know, they've heard of him. Most of them, especially the older kids, again, I teach kindergarten through fifth, they probably recognize him. But they don't understand everything he went through. And you could not like Tiger Woods. I'm just using him as an example. My wife still won't go over his infidelity, but that's another story. Uh, just his greatness. Um, another one is Alex Honnold, who, um, if you've ever seen the movie uh, Free Solo, again, that's on Disney+. Plus. I can't stream it, but I've taken clips that are online and showing the kids that, hey, anything's possible. I mean, he, he climbed El Cap 3,000 feet in the air straight up pretty much with no ropes and harnesses. Like, uh, that's pretty crazy. And please don't ever have the kids attempt that at home. Don't, don't attempt it at home, kids. But it's something that I show them. So it's like, wow, that's awesome. You know, it's something that I can, I can have different goals and have different dreams and really try to tr achieve them. So anyways, I teach those kind of things. I teach cup stacking. And as a matter of fact, I had a sub the other day for one of my paras and I gave him the, I showed him those slides that I made and I had him pick and he's like, well, I'll, I want to try cup stacking. I'm like, all right. So here's the slides that go with it. The kids know how to do it. And he only had one class and he brought a bunch of cups into the classroom and he said, I want really well. So, you know, in a bind, in a pinch, these are great things to have backup plans, links to again, different videos, different ways. You know, in this case, it's how to cup stack. Now I know how to cup stack. I've taught all the kids had a cup stack, but the parrot there, the sub para, I guess, did not know how to do it. So, you know, it's great to have these um, on slides or somewhere else where they can find them. I also use, and I know, I know I've said YouTube, Brain Pop Junior a lot for different lessons on, you know, again, we'll go back to like nutrition. Um, if you have access to Brain Pop Junior, that's a great resource. It will teach them about uh, nutrition, the, the, you know, the food groups, things like that. And then they have a, a quiz. Uh, there's an easy quiz, a hard quiz. Um, they can do different things with it. And it doesn't take, a, take, take very long. It takes five, six minutes of video and then questions. And you can talk about it. Again, aligning to the standards, aligning to what you need to cover. But you can't always cover in a you know regular 
classroom setting when you don't have a lot of time. I also use Go Noodle, but again, not a lot. It's more for a quick link at the end. Uh, I'll put it in there in the Google Slides for a sub or for morning pairs to just play for the kids to get a quick you know thing break of exercise, things like that. Um, I have slides on scarves. Um, you know, there's you know how to do the scarves and different movements. So it's all sorts of things they could do in the classroom or in the media center or whatever, wherever you have to go to do, um, you know, rainy days. I'd say another thing is bring different equipment with you, like um, these very cushy, those cush balls or some soft, real soft ones to do like a group juggle or to do silent ball. I know that's really old school, but a lot of kids really still like that. I don't know why. And you know, just different small movements you could do in a classroom or wherever you need to go. But I would say this, don't throw in the towel, do what you can and and try to tie it to the standards and, and cover what you need to cover to get, uh, you, you know, use those rainy days as, trust me, I don't like them, but use them to enhance your teaching and enhance the kids learning. I'd say that was, that'd be the biggest thing. So now it is time for your cowbell tip of the day. So your cowbell tip of the day is to email me. It's in my in the episode notes. If you'd like me to send you the Google Slides. Now they're not perfect, and some of the links might not work if you don't have BrainPop Junior in your you know for your classroom and things like that. If you don't have access to it, but it would help, um, especially if you're you don't you're not sure what to do or where to start, or you're a newer teacher and you know you'd like these slides or an older teacher like me, um, email me if you'd like me to send you the slides because I will send them to you. I don't want to put in the necessarily in the just in the show notes, just that random link to share to anybody in the whole world. I'd rather just be if you email me and I will send them to you, you know, no cost, no charge, no signing up for anything. Just I'll send them to you um, if you want them. If not, that's okay. I just want to make sure you know that they're there for you. And I'm here to help you. So hopefully you use them. Um, again, if not, just don't give up on rainy days um, and just keep going. Teach your standards, keep it PE oriented, and you got this. So that is your cowbell tip of the day. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. I really do appreciate it. As always, go to supersizephysad.com for more information. Or if you'd like to purchase my book, The Teacher, The Chef, and The Hockey Player, there is a link in the show notes and there's a website to go to. So take care, PE Nation. You guys and girls are awesome. I hope you have a wonderful day, week, weekend, whenever you listen to this. And let's keep pushing our profession forward.